Blog Talk Radio. delighted 
to bring Mark David back onto the Frontier Beyond Fear. Welcome, Mark David. Good to be back, Susan. It's always great to chat with you online or off. Yes. Well, it seems that, um, you know, when we're talking about writing, it's literally a dark and stormy morning here. <laughs> so, and, and our last show we had on a dark and stormy night. So it is a good time. Something about um, talking about reading and writing because, um, and that is your specialty. You know, and it is true, Mark David, we would not be speaking at all, as you know. If not for social media, we never would have encountered one another. We're not in the same state. We're nowhere near one another, and yet we encountered each other many, many years ago. And and so maybe I'll have you start this discussion with how did you get started in all of this in social media? Because you got started early. Sure. Well, you and I met on Twitter, um, just to go back yeah. a few years, and um when um, Julie Isaacs, I don't know if he's still doing it, um, was doing something called Write Chat every Sunday. That's right. And um, we met on Write Chat, and, um, yep. or hashtag Write Chat, as I guess would be the, yes. the appropriate way of, of, uh, of framing it. And um, that was great. But, I, yes, I go back to um, MySpace. Remember MySpace? Gosh. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the very first social network I joined. I wish I could tell you why I did it. <laughs> I mean, I can tell logically <laughs> why I did it, but I have no memory of you know, what in a particular moment prompted me to do it. Other than that, my first novel, The Moon Quest, which is the first uh, book in the Cantana trilogy, fantasy trilogy you mentioned, had come out recently, and um, I was looking for ways to promote it. And... Um, MySpace, hard to believe now, this wasn't all that long ago, it was in 2007. MySpace was the social network back in 2007. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. Um, and I joined MySpace, and um, MySpace in a lot of ways was easier than Facebook because on MySpace, um, you didn't have to, you, you saw everybody's profile information up front, um, and that was what I liked about it at the time because you could actually kind of see who you're making friends with before you, <laughs> before you made friends with them. Right, um, right. But I, I collected a bunch of people on, 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 on MySpace and um, was very resistant about um, Twitter and Facebook. <clears throat> I found at the time Facebook incredibly confusing and um, a friend, an online friend who I'd met through MySpace talked me into Twitter. Um, yes. And, of course, Facebook pretty much, as MySpace kind of fell to pieces, I began to work Facebook. And, you know, and as I mentioned in the book, um, back in those days, I was on, like, a ton of smaller social networks. I mean, every time I heard about a new one, yeah. I signed up. I mean, I was yeah. determined that I was going to, you know, sell a ton of books. Um, and um, I wasn't particularly discriminating uh, at the time. I'm way more now simply because it takes up so much time. But at the time, yeah. I was on social networks for writers. I was on social networks that, you know, to, to do with um, spirituality and metaphysics. I was on social networks that dealt with book marketing um, and more general ones as well. And again, as the years have gone by, I've just let well, some of those have just vanished, um, kind of <laughs> trampled into the ground by Facebook, and and others I've just I've just kind of let go. But it's been. Um, 
an amazing journey. And as I mentioned in the book, um, a lot of people, a lot of writers, or especially because writers aren't all that keen on promoting themselves, but a lot of yeah. a lot of people are are kind of reluctant social media users, um, and do it kind of sort of because they feel they have to. And what I really wanted to get across in the book, apart from all the mountain of very practical, detailed stuff about how to do it, was that really social media is this amazing opportunity um, that mm-hmm. allows us, I mean, again, as you say, we, you and I would not even be talking if it weren't for no, social media. No, we'd never have known each um, other, most likely. Yeah. Most likely, mm-hmm. no. And um, it's been an amazing opportunity to connect with people some of whom have become readers and some not, um, around the world. I mean, I, I have social media contacts in North America, in South America, in Europe and Asia and Australia. Um, and that's pretty mind-boggling. None of these people would have ever heard of, heard of me or my books were it not for social media. Um, it's just an amazing way. Um, and it can be a fun way kind of to reach out and, and make contact with people. I mean, it's, it's kind of like pen pals on steroids, you know? Yeah, <laughs> um, it is. You, you know, um, what you're saying, I, I want to say something here because it's so important. A lot of times nowadays, social media is criticized as if our culture has become very shallow and, and um, that as if to imply that what occurs on social media is shallow. And the fact of the matter is, it's how we're engaging in many ways. I mean, it's it's incredible, like you say. It's incredible. And it leads to other things, too. I was just thinking, had I not encountered you on social media, I never would have known the artist who did the artwork for this show and for my own um, upcoming books when I eventually get to, to publishing them. And, and, you know, there are just so many things. And I consider him a friend, too, Richard Crooks. I mean, there are just so many Who is in Thailand, that, of all places. Yes, he's in Thailand. In fact, I think, you know, when I, I he was in Thailand when I first encountered him. That's right, because he was in England and in Thailand. I mean, how could we even know these people? And And it's incredible. And we need to stop diminishing it, because it really is about being you. You are very much you. When we encountered each other in Right Chat, we were totally... Um, being ourselves chatting. That's why we were there. You know, we were trying to engage with with one another. But it gets more deep, much deeper than that. So, I, I mean, I think we we give social media a bad rap nowadays because surely it can be misused, and it has. I've I've been on Twitter since 2009, and I've watched it change. Um, and well, you know, you have all the these thing, tools. Think, yeah, mm-hmm. it's really important to remember is that. There is nothing, there's no tool, which is, so, which is what social media is, that is, for the most part, that is good or bad in and of itself. I mean, TV isn't right. bad. Uh, you know, I mean, nothing is good or bad. It's, it's, it's how we choose to use it that determines whether it's useful, um, whether it's engaging, or whether it's just a bunch of, of, you know, hustling hucksterism, which, of course, is all over social media as well. And yeah. one of the things that I really wanted to do with this book um, and I have to share the story of how the book happened because it wasn't, it was another yeah. one of those books I didn't plan to write. But one Usually. of the things <laughs> that I wanted to, to do with this book is really focus on 
which is why it's called engage, really focus on uh-huh. engagement, on connection, on on the ways that we as authors and non-authors can make genuine connections across town, across the country, and around and around the world that really not only lead to book sales, which is great, I'm not, but 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 lead to enriching experiences. And I think that's really the the gift of the potential of social media. Um, is, is, is it a potential that's always realized? Of course not. Will it ever always be realized? No, of course not. But, you know, we as users have an opportunity to use it in a way that makes a difference, at least for us and the people that we're interacting with. Yes, yes. You know, it's as you say, it's like any other medium. It's as human as we make it. It's as part of, of real human experience as we make it, and it's what what we bring there. So getting into this book, which is, it is, um, I will say, I want to explore it much more deeply because it does have a, a great number of helpful things in it that, that I know will personally help me. I can see that and help many people. Um, but um, what I'd like to, to get in here, you talk about the the three Fs, which you talk about throughout your your book friends fans and followers so let's right. talk about that <laughs> and and the genuineness with which we may engage with those three categories of people sure and i i kind of created that little that little shorthand abbreviation three f's that's f as in frank um because yeah. it was just you know different sites refer to them differently you know, you have friends on facebook but you also have followers on facebook and you have followers on Twitter, and you have network connections elsewhere. And so I just wanted to find a, a quick and easy way to refer to, to them um, in, in a way that encompassed them all. Um, but really, you know, um, one of the, I spent a lot of t- most of the time in the book talking about Facebook and Twitter, and even though I'm on some other networks and, and, do, and do spend some time on them, as an author, and I can't speak for you know for 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 other for other people in other professions, but as an author, I have found those two sites, those two networks have have offered me the most opportunity to connect with people. Um, and I don't write business books, and I don't do I, and I do, do very little corporate work. So LinkedIn, although I'm there, mm-hmm. just doesn't really do anything for me. And frankly, I found I find the site as I mentioned in the book very confusing. I find the app even more confusing. And I'm not tech, and I'm I'm pretty. Um, technologically savvy, um, and I also find, and um, I'm probably going to get in trouble for this, um, that the LinkedIn groups and message, messaging is incredibly spammy. I've gotten more crap yeah. <laughs> on LinkedIn <laughs> than anywhere else, so I spend very little time uh-huh. there. But but I've encountered um, a lot of great um, connections um, on Facebook. And on Twitter, and I, you know, I, I was off Twitter for a bunch of years. I mean, I kept my account, but I didn't really do anything with it. And I, and I kind of re, re, <laughs> revived it, I guess, about a year, about a year or so ago. And uh, and that's been fun to to revisit, to kind of revisit and revi- and re- revive it. But you know, your friends, fans, and followers are the people that you choose to engage with, that you choose to to connect with, that you choose to have connected with you. 
because, of course, on a site like Facebook or LinkedIn, for that matter, it's mutual. You can't you can't be my friend unless I'm your unless I'm your friend too. Although right. there are some exceptions to that. Whereas on places like 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 Twitter, um, it's one way or two ways. There's no there's no obligation. I can follow you, and you can never really care <laughs> or have yeah. any contact with me. Um, and that's true on Facebook business pages, and now of course you can do that on face pages as well. But it, you know, it's these are the people that you choose to be part of your online life, to to, to whatever extent you you choose to have them there. And um, one of the things I also point out in the book um, is that I, I think that the phrase I use is um, um, how's it go. Um, I can't remember, but the, the idea being that that it's good. Oh, it's good to have a lot of friends. It's better to have good friends, um, yeah. which is as true which is true in life. You know, and it's, I would love to have you know a hundred thousand Twitter followers, and maybe I will one day. Um, yeah. I'm 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 getting close to ten thousand, which is which is kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, you have grown. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, um, I would rather have a smaller number of people who are genuinely interested in who I am and what I have to say and what I do than um, 10 times as many people who just, for whom I'm just notches in their belt, in their online belt, yeah. you know? Um, so yeah, it's great to have lots of numbers and, and, and in some respect that does improve your odds. But if they're all people who really don't much care about what you have to say, then it's, it's just, you know, it's good. It's it's a good ego stroke, but it's not really doing anything for your engagement, or frankly, for your book sales. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Um, you know, I I was in a I've been in situations where sometimes people um, hasn't happened recently, but um, where um, you can be asked, like if I've helped various people, no one I'm working with right now, or even worked with actually, where I could be asked sometimes, you know, use this tool to to bring. Um, in all these followers and personally well professionally i won't do that because um actually that's frowned upon by the social networks but i think a lot of people are doing this where suddenly they think that they have to show that they have you know 200,000 friends or so you know which doesn't look real or 8,000 and and what's kind of sad is then when you see someone like you Mark David or even me I've got um about 6,500 on on Twitter 6,600 something like that which you know I love how they were organically obtained I I used to tweet you know one at a time you know and it was when I used to engage more on Twitter but um and 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 it it really does matter when you're very present and I'm reminded to do that again which is what you do and I am doing that more but the thing is is these tools they don't really they're a sham you know I mean you can suddenly have you know thousands of friends but it doesn't matter I mean and and it actually um you know why are you there are you are you there to really well, connect think, with these people or not I think that's 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 the question I think I think part of it, it part of it is that um in certain circles the raw number gives you credibility and so it doesn't it in, does. in, in in those in those that's situations why people want it. Yeah, of course. That's why in those situations, no one cares yeah. if you're engaging or not. They just want to know that you have, you know, 1.5 million followers right. on Twitter. And boy, does that sound good? 
the fact that you bought 1.4 of them doesn't really concern them, <laughs> but yeah. it should well, because it because it doesn't yeah. it doesn't it in the end that doesn't mean anything um, because they're not really following you. They're just a bunch of people who have who have technically followed you, but they don't give a damn about what you have to say. They're not they're not they're not paying any attention to you. Um, and yes, of course, you know, even with, you know, I, 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 I've mentioned this before. I certainly mentioned it in the book. Um, every social media network I've been on, every social network I've been on has been glorious for the first 150 people who have been my, who I have followed or uh-huh. who have been my friends. Because uh-huh. to me, at, at that level, you really can engage one-on-one with almost everybody. You know, when I first started Twitter, I would read my entire home feed. Because it wasn't hard to do. Um, I, I remember when, that too. Yes. <laughs> I when I first that. got onto Facebook, yes. Whatever, whatever the news feed was called then, <laughs> when it was yeah. actually everything and not just whatever but, yeah, Facebook, now Facebook you wanted you to see. see. Most of it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I would read everything and respond to everything, mm-hmm. but at a certain mm-hmm. point, that isn't possible, obviously. Um, but it was wonderful. I mean, I made the best contacts, the best connections. Um, in the early days of every social network I've been on because it was because certain things were possible that become more challenging when yeah. you become more popular. Um, but you yeah. know, there, there, there are certain ways around that. I touch on some of them in the book. I mean, you can work with, with lists on Twitter, which I do a lot now. Um, yeah. You can work with lists on Facebook, which I don't do, but it's certainly doable. Um, and um, there are ways to kind of manage the volume that that allow you to at least focus on the people you're most likely, uh, whose content you're most likely to want to see. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know what I think I'd like to do right now because you're so good at at helping to step us through things, and we've already started jumping ahead and covering a lot of this. But why don't we step through your rules of engagement, Mark David? Because you list. A number of rules. We'll never get into the details, but certainly the generalities of some and some details of these rules. And as usual, you start the list with number one. There are no rules, <laughs> as, as all your lists of rules come contain, which I love. All my books, so, all my all my yes. books for writers, at least, um, have lists of rules, and they all begin with the rule number one that says there are no rules, um, and you know, as I point out in the book, that you know that that kind of makes sense at least to some people when you're talking about things that are creative, because you know how can you expect creativity and, and innovation um, to be bound by rules? Although some people would disagree with me, but then when you come to something you know that's a little more technological, like like social media, how can there be no rules? I mean, there are people everywhere who are selling systems um, to to you know, on how to get more followers, on how to get more engagement, on on how to do this and how to do that. And um, so how can I say there are no rules? Well, I say there are no rules because, excuse me, because um, like in life, nothing in the social media world is static. Um, uh, mm-hmm. we, we talked about yeah. Facebook, uh, sorry, MySpace, which which has which is still around, but might as well not be for the most part. Um, something like Friendster, which was very big at one time, has totally vanished. Um, and how and and even 
Twitter, you know, so um, which which has cha- which keeps trying to finesse its its how it operates because it's at least from a financial point of view in trouble. Um, or Facebook, which you know every every two weeks changes the algorithm by which by by which it determines what you're going to see. How <laughs> can or or more often than it seems like it's more often, but I'm sure it's not. But how can you set up a set of strict guidelines on how to do anything um, yeah. when you have systems set up by people and populated by people who are totally inconsistent? Um, and that are run on technologies that are that are that are changing in every moment. Yes. The one thing, though, that um, every social media, every every social network, watch my grammar there. Every every social network um, is built on, for the most part. I mean, Pinterest is a little bit different. Um, is engagement. Every social, every social. Funny how the word social is there, yeah. but no one pays attention to it. Every yeah. social network um, rewards you for how much you engage with other people, and other people engage with you. That is not likely to ever change. On Facebook, it's not going to change because because of the advertising. You know, they, <laughs> that's how they make the money. But really, right. social, social media at its basis is about people interacting with people. And the more you interact with people, the more people are going to want to interact with you genuinely. I'm not talking about the hucksters that we talked about before. I'm talking about genuine interaction. And so yeah. um, there can be no – so whatever, whatever – system you sign up for today may not work tomorrow or next week or next month because something else has changed. And one of my, one of my, one of the reasons I was resistant to, to even write this book was I was concerned that it too would be out of date by the time it came out. And <laughs> what I happen, did, yes. of course, you know, and, and, and one of the reasons why it's, <laughs> one of the reasons why it's, it's uh, right now it's ebook only is to give me some time to at least in the next month or two to update anything that needs to be updated. Um, but that's um, why I, I think. Yeah, I, you could make multiple I, I, editions, I suppose, if you you know put it out in hard copy that too. That just gets crazy. And one of the things <laughs> that I really did want to point out, um, and I did point out in the book, is I'm not a social media expert. I'm not a social media teacher. I'm not a social media guru. Um, I'm none of those things. I'm an author, like the people who this book is is aimed at, um, who happens to have stumbled on some ways of doing things that work um, and that get, I'm very happy to share. Yeah. And that's it. And so the I don't irony. want to spend the rest of my life updating this book. Because no, I have, I have I have books. I have stories to tell, like you do. Yeah. You know. And yeah. and um, I want to share what I know um, and what has worked for me, um, and that's it. You know, it's I'm not looking to 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 at least in this moment, and that could change. You know, but I'm not looking in this moment to 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 really brand myself as an, as yet another social media expert. Um, but anyhow, yeah, so things can change, but one thing that, that is not likely to change and is is that engagement will be rewarded. And I really 
try to build the book around what you can do as things stand now to really beef up your engagement and and put yourself out there in a, in more authentic ways so that yeah. that that really is is the first rule um the second rule, if I can just find it, because you don't expect me to remember these by heart, I hope. The second, the, the well, second rule. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> the second rule is right. speaks to what we spoke about before. Is, uh, rule number two says it's all about the people, people, because really right. it's social media. Who's going to buy your books? People are going to buy your books, not systems, not structures, but people. Um, and too many of the courses and the systems and the the, the the surefire ways to be a you know to 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 be a social media success focus on the system first and the people second. And what I'm saying is, the people have to come first because that's who's gonna that's who's gonna read your book. If you're not gonna pay attention to the actual people, then you're just a system selling to a system, or not selling to a system, and Frankly, one of my pet peeves, and I have a lot when it comes to social media, but my mm-hmm. biggest pet peeve has to do with Twitter, and it has to do with direct messages, which on Twitter are, the, are, the, are private messages. They're called direct messages. Yeah. And once upon a time, and this is not Twitter's fault, once upon a time, direct messages were great ways to interact with people without being public about it, like text messaging or, or Facebook Messenger. Yeah. Today, however, um, partly because of automation, and automation isn't bad either. It's it's how you choose to use it. Um, many, many, many <clears throat> um, Twitter kind of management services will send a direct message that you compose to your new followers, welcome, welcome you, welcoming you. Now, that's a great idea. In theory, in theory, but in practice, most of those, and I give some examples in the book, um, and, and I could give you, I could fill the whole book with examples because I get them every day in my inbox on on Twitter. Um, most of those are unmonitored, but they aren't real. In other words, that's right. Um, thanks for following Bam. me. Please follow me on Facebook. Um, it, to me, it's uh, spam. I don't even me, read them. Well, yeah. I don't. Most of the time, I don't either. Every once in a while, if one sounds genuine, I'll respond, and nine times out of ten, I don't get a response because it's, it's not monitored. Um, you can tell when they're uh, real. Yeah. Usually, but, but although I, I give I an example like of, mm-hmm. I give an example of one um, on in the book, um, which is in theory a great one. My favorite social media is Pinterest. I think she says, uh, "What's yours?" It's an invitation to engage. Yeah, uh, you can tell it's yeah. it, you can tell it's it's auto generated because it's it has it carries um, a crowdfire, which is one of the one of the services um, link at the at the end. But I responded just to see what would happen. Mm-hmm. Never heard never heard anything back. Ah, interesting. So mm-hmm. yeah, so even so, just my, that my, way. My, again, again, you know. I, I, I'm kind of speechless because these are such incredibly potentially good tools for engagement that have been 
so abused that no one pays any attention to them. Some people in their Twitter profile, little bios, say, ignore DMs, direct messages. So I don't pay attention to your direct messages. Yeah, yeah. Um, because it's, waste of, it, it, it's too often a waste of time. Not always. You know, every once in a while, I actually had connected with somebody genuinely. My favorite ones are the ones that say, I uh, that upfront apologize for being automated and promise to respond if you answer them. Well, you know what? I'm not going to. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a gunner. <laughs> because if you're not going to take the time, and I understand, you know, I mean, you have 10,000, 5,000, 100,000 followers, and you're getting new followers every, every, every day. Um, you can't respond to everybody individually. Then don't respond to anybody like that. That's not being human. That's not being authentic. Yeah, big, really? big. That's 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 just my biggest. Probably my biggest social media pet peeve is is that because it's just the wonderful opportunity that grew out of something very real. You know, again, in those early days when I only had a hundred hundred and fifty followers, I would send a a thank you, mm-hmm. a personal thank mm-hmm. you. Well, at a certain point, that becomes impossible, which is why these automated services grew up which is fine if you're going to respond. Yeah. If you're going to send me my favorite, my favorite um, social network is Pinterest, what's yours, and I write back and say it's whatever, and you ignore me, what was the point of the exercise? Exactly. Um, it's, an, it's a lost opportunity. Exactly. And so one of the things that I say, and it's not even in this rule, it's in a different rule altogether, I don't remember which one, but one of the things I say is, you know, Fake engagement is worse than no engagement. That's right. I, don't, yeah. don't try to fake me out into believing that you're really there. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. if I discover you're not, I will never engage with you. You won't believe you are. Yeah, it's that, right. it's you know, that simple. I won't, I won't retweet your content. I won't even read your content for the most part. Um, you you turned me off from the outset. So where is the so you know where where is the, where where is the connection? Where's the social media? I'm not going to buy your book. I'm not going to like you on Facebook because here's the other thing. There was one that um, I I um, ca- I'm doing a webinar. We can talk about that at, at the end of the show. I'm doing a uh-huh. webinar, uh-huh. Uh, which is actually a webinar that sparked the book later uh, in two weeks, I guess, or next week. Yeah. Um, yeah. And one of the slides has. Um, one of these direct messages with the person was blurred out, person blurred out. I'm not going to embarrass anybody, but with the person blurred out and he says, um, please like me on Facebook. And it gives us Facebook um, URL. I L B I like back. That was three weeks ago. I wrote him back. Never heard anything. Go ahead. Well, they may have even hired someone to do it, which, which you know, and there's it's, nothing wrong it is, with that either. Uh huh. As long as they follow, engage. But follow through exactly. Yeah. So, anyways, so rule number two is about honoring the fact that it's a social medium and that and, and, and that it's people who are going to buy your book or buy your product or look at you or whatever it is you want them to do. It's about people, and it's about. Right. Um, um, really, again, being human, being authentic, being vulnerable, and I, I, I have other whole bunch of other little tips in there, but it really isn't 
time, as I say, as we said, to go into everything and every rule. But that's kind of the general idea. Um, and be positive and be polite and be respectful because there's a lot of there's a lot of kind of anti-social social <laughs> social media stuff going around too. Um, if you want to sell something, let's just be crass about it. If you want to sell something, you're not going to sell it by turning off the people who are following you. Yeah. I'm not saying to pander to them. I'm not saying to, to hide your feelings. I'm saying to be respectful. Yeah. Um, yeah and I, to, you know, and in one of the other rules, I talked about bullies, I think, and there's a lot of that going on too. There's a great meme going around Facebook that says, you know, how many people have ever been, have ever been convinced by, you know, to change their political views by a Facebook post, you know, zero, right? Um, nothing wrong with, posting what you're passionate about, even including politics. Um, but if someone attacks you um, for it, um, and this has been a hard one for me because I, you know, I, <laughs> I like to have the last word and it doesn't always work. Um, but at a certain point, you have to decide whether it's worth, whether, whether somebody is worth engaging with or not. Um, yeah. And it's that, it, is that the best use of your time? If someone is going to be you know, totally obnoxious and repugnant and repellent um, or bullying, then unfollow them, block them, unfriend them, just get them, get them out of your social media life. You don't need that. You're not going to change their mind. You're not going to change your mind. And you're going to waste all your time having this pointless argument back and forth. So anyways. Yeah. Um, you know, I have to say, something here is that I think that especially um, this year in particular with the election and all, um, people have taken different approaches to, to how they're doing social media. And and I will say, um, you, you know, there may even be people who look at my feed and say, well, why doesn't she ever say anything political? And there's a reason for that. And it's because it depends on who you know. There, there's a point, and, and I want to interject it because there's a part here that you talk about your tribe. Who is your tribe? And I'll tell you what, some of us have kind of diverse tribes, and this is even the audience for my ultimate book. Is um, it, it isn't meant to be targeted to one particular group. It crosses boundaries. And so it's not that I implicitly agree that's, then you've got to be careful, especially right now. It can seem like silence is agreement, and I debate this myself. But on the other hand, I would like to have a certain group of people still engaged and not just turned off because it's important to be able to connect. And I think that's because of my experience on the Oprah forum. How And in that forum, we were really honest and we engaged a lot, but... Um, and I'm not saying I'm not being honest. It's just I guess you can choose different ways of approaching it. And, and what you really say, and I, I think what it comes down to when it comes to there are no rules, back to number one, what are you comfortable with? What feels right? You know, and for me it may mean I'm going to be a little more just focused on the personal. Occasionally maybe something outside of that. Because right now, at least for the social media side, and even that's not going to get too personal. I don't post about family and stuff, and not very rarely. And so anyway, it's what you feel like you want to do, and, and every person has a different approach. But it can still be real. One of the things I've noticed with many feeds is I can tell when someone is, like, encountering a challenge or based on what they're propagating because often our posts – 
are propagating our experiences, you know, what's what's reaching us in the moment. Now, what does this have to do with an ultimate book and marketing a book? I think it's just a, more about just being real, that you're being present in whatever way you choose. And there are many different ways to be real. For me, it's emotional vulnerability in a way or just, you know, conveying things that speak um, in a certain way, but but anyway, I don't want to get too much into that. But I I love how it, it just it's about who you are, you know what what you bring to it. Now I don't know if we'll make it through all these rules, but your third Probably rule not, is more okay. practical. <laughs> your your third rule is more practical. It's just about the logistics, and we won't spend much time on three. Just first impressions matter when you're setting things up and you give a lot of just helpful advice on various things you know how to set up cover photos and you know what should you choose what feels right things things like that I don't even know if you want to speak to that at all it's it's fairly well, just, logistical I, just, I, I will briefly because I think that that um, it speaks to how visible you choose to be mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and one of the things that I say later on um, is that um, if you're on social media as an, I'm not talking about as a private person, if you're on social media as an or a musician or, or someone who is there to really get the word out about their work, then you're not on social media as a private person. You're on social media as a public person. And from that, from that place, you don't post what you don't, what you don't want the world to know about. And you do make sure that, that people can see you. Um, the people I don't follow back and I don't have a strict rule about this because I, there are exceptions. I tend to not follow people back um, or accept friend requests from people who don't show their face. Now there can be genuine safety reasons for not showing your face. And I try to take that into account, but if you're not, go, you know, I won't, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to go to a party and talk to you if your back is to me. And I want to see, you know, we all want to see who we're talking to. Um, so first impressions matter in that way too. And I, and I think I talked about that in another rule also, but it's, it's, if you're going to ask to connect with me, then you, you need to present yourself in a way that makes you want to connect with you. You know, you, you know, again, you don't, if you're going out to meet people at a party, let's say you dress and present yourself in a way that is at least initially attractive. Um, to somebody else, and I think it's it's first impressions do matter, and it's not it's not strictly about being superficial. Um, it's about what we use filtering mechan- as, an, as an initial filtering mechanism um, to determine what is safe, what is appropriate, what is relevant, um, and that first impression whether it's what you write in your bio or, 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 the, or the face you present to the world matters. Yes. 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 So, and yeah, there's a lot of practical tips. And there's a lot yeah, of practical it is, tips. it is important. Actually, I'm glad that we did enter into this because truthfully, it was through your coaching, Mark David, many years ago. <laughs> Because I had been used to, and maybe I was other other people were like me. We'd been used to chatting anonymously online, all of us, um, because of the forums. There was more than one right. forum in those early days. And when I first came to Twitter, I wasn't on Facebook. 
I was anonymous. I don't think I had a picture or a name, <laughs> which would totally violate that rule. And it was because I, you know, back then, and maybe I need to get back to this, I I, I was very, um, I was able to say things that I felt more comfortable saying anonymously, like about religion and things, just that I was right. not yet comfortable. And and what's interesting is nowadays, I think, and you coached me, Mark David, and helped me to put my name to my Twitter account, which is exactly what I did. And then eventually, pretty soon, you know, my picture. And so, but it it was about being real. And, and, and you know, this touches upon something deeper, too, you know, in terms of, it, it's a theme through all of your books. You know, this business of being vulnerable openly, you know, openly vulnerable in our writing and in social media, it's a journey. I mean, and it's a lot of what you teach is, you know, being, it it, it, it takes a lot of courage to to be that way. Well, sure. And, and again, you know, th- this book is, is aimed particularly, um, I mean, the, the subtitle, at authors who are who are right. on social media to sell their books. Um, right now, so, you know I've had three advanced testimonials, none of which are from authors, who just say great social media book all around, which is wonderfully gratifying. Um, but I'm this book is aimed at people who are on social media who have something they want the world to know about. How, here's the question, and ho- though. And, and How- hopefully buy. Let's, let's be real. Yeah. Hopefully buy it. Um, and my and as I point out in the book, there can be very real reasons for not showing your face, for not giving your name. Right, um, but you're not going to sell a book that way. Yeah. But, but, but you it's going to be harder funny. to sell a book that way. Yeah. I also want to sell a book. Yeah. So, so I guess um, what I'm entering into here. Is it's important though because you talk in one. We're never going to get through all the rules, but there's one point where you talk about, you know, how ready are you to put a book out? Well, it's true or not, but this is related. It's subtle because it has to do with, um, you know, if you're if what you're choosing to write about in your book is going to be quite raw and vulnerable, as you encourage through some of your other work, then perhaps it is related in that, you know, how ready are you to engage and and stepping into that? I I, I don't know. There's something to it. I mean, it it would ultimately help sell a book to be real on your feet, you know, and that's that's really what you talk about in other ways. I mean, you want to, so let's say you've written, let's say you've written a book about something, a memoir or 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 a book about something yeah. that that was something really in your life. Yes, that's yes. right. Well, how and you and you've written this book, and you're putting yourself out on social media. Right. How credible are you about your vulnerability? If right, you won't extend that to the people you're trying to you're trying to sell it to. That's it. That's it. And that's I mean, that's kind of the, what I was trying to get out. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean. You want to be online the same person you are as the author of your book. That's it. Whatever that That's it, right there. 
Mm-hmm. So you want you want there to be some coherence, basically. Um, yeah. I'm not going to write a book on gardening, let's say, and spend all my social media posts talking about my my about about I don't know about astronomy. Can if I don't want to tell my gardening book. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, part part of this is about cohesion. Now, of course, I will talk about my astronomy interest because that's part of what makes me a whole person. But for God's sake, if I'm writing a book about gardening, I'm going to talk about gardening. Well, you Not need to talk about, the about book, that too. But I'm going to talk about my gardening yes. experiences and what I like to grow and, and you know, and I'm putting my life mm-hmm. as a gardener out there because that's what's going to make you interested in me, you as a gardener or somebody who wants to garden, and make you make you tempted because you're interested in me and what I have to say to at least consider my book on gardening. So And I would say, um, wouldn't you want to? I mean if you're authentically well, well, wanting you, to well, write a book about gardening, then surely you, you would want to share. Although maybe or you know, and that actually comes you know, if you're not genuinely engaged with whatever this topic is you're writing a book about, that might tell you then something the, about Well your, yes. yes. That, that 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 brings us back. That brings us into some of my other books. You know, I mean, if you're not uh-huh. passionate about what you're writing about, and you cannot, you cannot, sh- and you cannot fake your passion for, for lack it. of a better way of putting it. That's then it. don't waste your time on social media. Because then it's a um, sham. I mean, it, it's well, true. Or you're, and, you're not, or, or you're or you're posting about astronomy because you don't really care about gardening. Maybe you want to I'm, write an astronomy book then. You know, I well, mean, then, that's then the funny go, thing. Then, I mean, then it go tells for you. it, you know, I mean. Yeah, but, exactly. But you know, if you can't, I mean, what, what, again, one of the things I talk about in the book is put the same passion that you put into this book you wrote. Hopefully, hopefully you put some yeah. passion into the book you wrote. Put that same passion into your social media life, talking about, the book talking about your experiences with the book, talking about your experiences with a, with a, with a subject, you know, be as passionate online as, and as, and as personal about your passion online as you are in your book. I mean, if you want the kind of the bottom line about what this book is about, but, 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 but what engages about it, it's that it's, it's, it's translate your passion for your topic into your social media content, period. <laughs> yes, that's that's it. And I, I seem to keep wanting to, to to segue into your other books, not directly, but the re- there's a reason for that because it's all linked, as you just said. It's of all it is. linked together. And and if you can just and maybe this is the key. It is the key what you just shared is that it, it it really comes out, you know, it sounds, it's not shout, but we say it so much, you know, be you, be you, whatever, authenticity, and, and it really matters, I mean, being being yourself, and and I, I know that when we are enjoying social media, I'm sure you would agree with this the most, it's when we're doing that, but that doesn't mean you're not selling something at times, I mean, we're all promoting things. Um, whether it be a book, a show, or whatever. And in your case, you're writing about how to promote your book. Now, 
now Mark David, as time quickly has has gone yeah, by, I can't believe it's already changed. Yeah, I can't believe the this hours. one's gone fast. <laughs> it's impossible. Where did it go today? It just—I have no idea. Um, there's a point in your book towards the end. You talk about gratitude. What does gratitude have to do with social media? Well, it goes back to what we were talking about way way at the beginning, which is. You know, be grateful for the opportunity to reach all these yes. people in ways that would never have been possible 10, 15 exactly. years ago. Um, exactly. You know, um, you can, the only barrier today is time zones. And even that isn't a huge barrier because people, you know, live and work strange hours. Um, but, you know, I can, I can connect with a reader in Australia right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, it's not, yes, it can feel like a burden. We haven't even talked about some of my time-saving techniques, which we won't have, which we won't have time to do. But, no, um, I bear it less but, than higher needs than <laughs> Ironically. But, you know, there are ways to, to not have this take over your life, which you don't want to do. I mean, if you, again, if we're dealing with authors primarily, at least in the context right. of the book, you want to be writing your book. You don't want to be spending all your time on social media. Uh, you want to be writing your next book. Um, but there are ways to engage on social media um, that help you not get overwhelmed and overloaded. Um, and, uh, I, and I do talk about some of them um, in, in the book as well. Um, and, um, but yeah, it's just, it's just an amazing opportunity to reach potential readers, to reach readers. I mean, what's more, I mean, isn't it, isn't it a thrill to be able to connect with an author whose work you love? Yes. Yes. And I, that I that's wonderful. Yes. And, that wasn't and for that author to connect back. I, absolutely, and that's what I mean, is to have some kind of yeah. interaction, to have some kind of, here's the word again, engagement. Um, and, you know, someone, so, so, uh, one of the, one of the I, I, have, I have a section at the end, toward the end of the book called um, Un- Uncommon Answers to Frequently Asked Questions. And one yeah. of the kind of frequently asked questions is, okay, it's fine when you have 150 friends. What, what happens when you have, you know, a million followers? And I point to someone like J.K. Rowling, who somehow manages not to connect with everybody, certainly, who follows her, to have a very, very, very engaging presence on Twitter. Yes. In spite of the fact that she's got, you know, a gazillion followers. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Stephen King, similarly, not as much, but Stephen King, too. I mean, these people lead busy lives, they're writing books, they're doing stuff, and they somehow manage to make time to connect with, you know, a, a, a sampling of the people who are out there interested in their work. And we love it. We love it when they and do. We, it, and we do. And we do. We absolutely it's do. It's like a global and so, book talk. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's awesome. And so why wouldn't you as an author – want to create that opportunity, that kind of opportunity for yourself. That's a wonderful thing. So tell us about these webinars coming up, Mark David, so, as our time um, rapidly do, dwindles. Right. I'm doing a webinar for a, for Bublish, Bublish.com. It's like the word publish with a B at the beginning um, on the 26th. And um, 
it's actually I was invited to, I was invited to give this webinar, and as I thought about the webinar, I decided to write the book because I had so much to say uh, that wouldn't fit in the webinar. But if you go to um, bublish.com/blog, bublish.com/blog, at least today the top blog post is about next week's webinar. And there'll be a link to it. It's free. The webinar is free. There'll be a link to register for it at the, at the, at the end of the blog post. So um, as far as the book is concerned, for right now, um, Engage, Winning Social Media Strategies for Authors is available only on Kindle. That may change. I haven't decided yet. But right now, the book releases officially in time for the webinar on the 25th. Um, but I have a special deal going, um, which is if you pre-order the book on Kindle right now, um, you will get it uh, for 40% off. It's $2.99 instead of $4.99. That price will go back up to $4.99 on the 27th, I believe. And um, if you go, to, if you just look up Engage, exclamation mark, winning social media strategies for authors, you'll find the book. If you go to my Amazon author page, which is amazon.com slash author slash Mark David Gerson. You'll find it buried among the other 13 books that I have on my author page. Yeah. Um, you can also go to my website, markdavidgerson.com. I'm not selling it there, but there's a, there's a banner at the top of every page except the homepage that has a link directly to that page on Amazon. Or if you go to this little shortcut, http colon backslash backslash my book, one word, mybook.to slash social media. That will take you wherever you are in the world to the Kindle page for that book in your region, on your local, on your national site, Amazon site. Um, and of course, you can find all my books on Amazon as well. Well, thank you so much for being here once again. Um, and I, I know that this book will be really helpful for, for a lot of people. And um, I'm very glad that, that you were guided to write it. So, And I look forward to talking to you again about whatever you do next because it's just such an unfolding adventure, so many things that you, you're offering for people. So um, thank you so much for being here again. Thank you, Susan. It's always, it's always a pleasure. And uh my next project is a, is a third book in the Sarah Stories, um, awesome. which is called The Emmeline Papers, I think. Uh-huh. And, <laughs> and I'll be working on that hopefully in the next couple of months once, 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 all, this, once all the uh, engaged business is out of the way. <clears throat> yes, yes. Well, thank you again for being here, and, and you take care. We look forward to what comes next. Thanks, Susan. Thank you. you too. All right. Um, Just real quick to the live audience, we will be on the air this Friday, October 21st. I always forget, today is October 17th, 2016, and and we'll be on the air October 21st, 2 p.m. Pacific with Edie Summers, and we're going to explore wellness, Um, just some topical things in the category of wellness that have come up recently that she and I would like to explore, and she has a recent book out, Who? Richard Crooks happened to have done the artwork for her book as well. So FrontierBeyondFear.com, check it out. We've got almost six years of shows there now. So thank you all for being here. And um, I hope that you will find the time 
and really reflect upon those of you who are on social media already, you know, how can you be more authentic? I think that's what we really explored today. And, you know, we, again, Mark David's book is geared very much to authors, but I will tell you, I learned a lot from it just even for this show. You know, I'm marketing this this show at times, wanting to get it to more people, but I want to do that in an authentic way. And I find it to be very helpful in that way as well. And just a reminder that you can learn all about Mark David's work at markdavidgerson.com. So um, be on the lookout for spontaneous shows, those of you listening um, this week, because you just never know when I may come on the air at night. I may do some interactive shows with callers. Um, we will see. So just if you really want to know when shows are coming up, FrontierBeyondFear.com will tell you. There's a calendar there that looks ahead, as well as um, if you follow the show. I really do encourage more of you to get Blog Talk Radio logins and follow the show. And since this was a social media show today, I will remind you that at the top of FrontierBeyondFear.com, there is a Twitter page that you can go to. Uh, that's where I tend to do a lot of things. And also a Facebook page, which is really um, a kind of a fledgling Facebook page that, that I would enjoy growing more and more. So I invite you to click on those links and engage. I do respond if you post. The, the Facebook Frontier Beyond Fear community was always meant to be just that, a community. Um, and at some point, I do hope to engage with more of you. And I've seen some nice examples there um, where people are doing that um, in other other forums. So again, never hesitate to engage in these places because I really will respond, as Mark, David, and I discussed. You will get a response. So. Thank you all. I will see you next time. And if you're in the Pacific Northwest, um, stay dry today. Or if you enjoy walking in the rain, enjoy the rain. But when the wind is up, watch those trees. It seems to have died down a bit now, but we still have rain going. Take care, everyone. Mm -hmm.